Welcome everybody. It's We Called It. We had another great week last week, and by great, I mean mediocre at best. However, however, I went 500. Okay, so I can only say I when I said that you wouldn't lose money last week, I did not tell you that you also would not win money last week. That's the only problem. That's the only apology that I have this week. And I don't even remember how you did last week, Phil. How I did you do Don't worry week? about it. Ken, Ken had he was right on par with the rest of the year for him. So take that with a grain okay. of salt. Okay. Um, I I continue to print people money. No big deal. It's what I do. If you listen to me, you will come out slightly ahead each week. You're welcome. As always, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Philip Call, actuarial science genius test taker. He's taking a test right now. If anybody cares about real life, we don't. I would but, say if anyone cares about real life, Kent's going to have a baby in less than a week. Anyways, this is Ken Call's last is, show with us. They just more, keep what, keep it on important, important things. Okay? That you listen it's okay. To Dr. Kenneth Call joining me and bringing a baby into this world. That is the most important thing. <laughs> it sounds like you okay. two are having a baby. That sentence. Oh, no, no, not together. I'm the godfather. No, no, no. I am the godfather. <laughs> he has appointed me because we share our T. Higgins love, which we will get to today. Jamar Chase out. T. Higgins to the moon. If we don't open with this show, we don't do anything right. We don't do if, if we don't open with the show with T. Higgins being the topic of the hour, we're doing it wrong. We're opening with that. Ken and I have always been on it. Still sucks. All right, Connor, two things here. Oh, happy to be your godfather. Hey, thank you very much. Yep, honorary godfather. Thank you. Um, two things real quick. Number one, uh, I, I'm proving that I love T. Higgins by picking the T. Higgins come out as wide receiver one game this week. Bill's not. Uh, that's all you need. Those are stats for you. Stats. Uh, but also, um, just just a quote here. Time management sucks. Decisions in situation football Ken's sucks. getting Personal muted. You guys cannot sucks. hear him. All right, Ken, you guys are both currently muted, so it doesn't matter what you say because I am not listening. Ken is reading. Ken is reading from a thing that my cousin sent. It's garbage. Uh, it's not garbage take, but it's not completely irrelevant to this. We are going to move on. All right. Kevin Stefanski is the topic that we are going to be talking about. I don't about expect to be undefeated, but there are winnable matchups. We've lost a, which quarterback? Zappy, Flacco, Mariota, all beatable. Ken. All right. Are you done? Do I think he should be fired? Not yet. But he quit on the team yesterday and he's earned himself the hot seat. Are you done? That's good enough. That's good enough. All right. You guys are wondering. I like the Bengals. <laughs> None of this. None of this has anything to do with the Bengals. So enjoy. <laughs> All right. Since it is a topic to the circles that Ken and I are in, here is just a quick summary of things I put together on Kevin Stefanski. We'll let people decide if it matters or not. Number one. Browns have a top 10 offense in both points per drive and yards per drive. They move the ball and they score highly effectively. Two, PFF has them as the number two graded offense in the NFL this year. That is with a backup quarterback and 
probably what bottom seven or eight in receiving weapons. All they have is an offensive line and Nick Chubb, and they're outproducing everyone. Now everyone's trashing on Stefanski, but this has been a year down in scoring across the league. It is the lowest scoring totals uh, since 2009, I think is what Pro Football Reference had. Well, you know what? The Browns have been in shootouts every week. They have hit the over in five of their seven games. The only teams that are even close to that are the Lions, the Saints, and the Raiders. The defense is a freaking joke, and that is not Stefanski's responsibility. Yeah, so do the Browns. That's the whole point. And we have a backup quarterback and a terrible defense. We're losing close games. What do you expect with that recipe? Backup quarterbacks don't win. That's why they're backups. Bad defenses don't win. You put those together, we are happy to be at 2-5. and five. The only game that we have, we should be 3-4, and four, that Jets game was a complete atrocity. However, <laughs> kind of, the quarterbacks you quoted are all better than Jacoby Brissett. Next year, Jacoby Brissett is going back to the bench, and he's not going to start ahead of Marcus Mariota. He's not going to start ahead of Bailey Zappi. I, he wouldn't start ahead of Joe Flacco. So this is garbage on everyone's take that, oh, the Browns, yes, they should be better. They should be one game better, and that's because of a complete garbage-thrown defensive game. It was once in a thousand years that that has happened. So you know what? Stefanski is fine. One in a thousand years? Yeah. It's, do you know why? Because it's happened one time in the history of football, and that's been a thousand years. You don't remember? Sure. Oh, my God. Have you guys <laughs> seen uh, Division Three Football's Finest? Yes. <laughs> when when he's uh, speaking at, at halftime and he's just like, you know, Jesus, he used to play football too, you know, and they, he would, <laughs> him and the apostles would go up against the Roman soldiers. <laughs> so, Ken, football is a 2,000-year-old game. <laughs> if you guys are wondering. Just so you know, I, just so you know uh, that was just a quote from uh, a group chat. That wasn't how I feel about Stefanski. Um I actually, you know, Ken, I want to let you know, I muted your mic and I don't know what they heard. It was in and out a whole lot. <laughs> you did that, Phil. I'll I want summarize. You, to know. you did I'll, that. I'll summarize here. Phil took the side of defending Stefanski and took the side of trashing Stefanski. However, this does not define Ken. This does not define <laughs> his opinion. That was a quote. It was just a quote. In the middle of the road and would like to hear what I have to say. I think that's what he said. I think our viewers would like to hear what I have to say. As the godfather of Ken's future baby, we would love to hear what you're going to say. As honorary godfather for the night. Yes. We have some hot buzzwords tonight. Godfather, baby, T. Higgins, Jesus, Roman. Jesus, Roman. Division three football's finest, the greatest football movie ever made. Uh. Andy Dick. <laughs> listen, yeah. I, I listen. I I I don't know what it's like to be a Browns fan. I know what it's like to overreact. I do it every weekend in fantasy football. I feel like I'm gonna, you know, punch a baby, not Ken's, but someone else's. You know, every weekend after my fantasy. You never did. It's your godson. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I can't tell you the idea about like frustration. I know. Uh, the Bengals dealt with mediocrity forever. They're just like, hey, yeah, just get into the playoffs. Suck. Better than, like, the majority of teams in your division. Get to the playoffs. Lose first round. I don't know which one's better. 
be mediocre or to be really terrible. Anyways, uh, you know, I think whatever it is, if you're looking at the losses this year, the average like the average margin of loss, the average points uh uh points that the Browns have lost by is like less than five. I mean, it's it's you have like I think it was three or four losses that are like by three points or less, which is just insane. If you remember Probably a bad example because he did get fired, but Zimmerman last year for the Vikings had, like, was incredible. They lost by, like, a total of, like, eight points over, like, five games, which is crazy. A total of eight points. I feel that that is how the Browns are this year. However, you had, I feel like Browns fans are also forgetting the fact that he's doing all of this with accused rapist that is ready to come in keep that aside i get that but who was also one of the top three or four quarterbacks at his peak coming in the end of this year and the beginning of next year this is a wash of a year i don't care what anybody says because the reality is you have to judge people based on on this industry wins and losses when you have your full strength and when you have your full chemistry with your team this whole year was going to be a wash. Guess what? Kareem Hunt's probably getting traded. Sorry, Ken. I know you like him. I like him too. Dude's getting traded. He's out of town. So fourth round picks a steal, and yeah, so wherever he goes, he's going to be stuck. So you're going to get an all-pro quarterback, an all-pro running back next year. None of us are excusing anything that Mister Therapist friend is doing off the field. We're just talking about on the field. I get that. But I've, this is kind of a wash. What they do need to do, potentially, and the defensive coordinator, like, that's first order of business. That's fine. You can get rid of him. That's fine. But I don't think Stefanski's the problem here. Just real quick. I agree. I think uh, our, Joe Wood, our defensive coordinator, should have been gone a while ago. I don't hate Stefanski. But um, also, I completely agree. They're, they're set up for Deshaun Watson. Sorry. He's he's the quarterback. He's the future. They do not care about the first eleven games this year. In my summary, crazy. It's like exactly what I said that when you have a backup quarterback and a bottom five defense, what is happening doesn't matter for the guy who's an offensive coach and leading the great uh, an offense to actually be good. Uh, by the way, the Connor, other- who you got, man? Hang on, hang on. One last stat on the Browns. Um, they've spent all the resources on their defense too, and it still sucks, which is why I hate Joe Woods. Denzel Ward is the 105 out of 110 in corners, according to PFF. Greg Newsom is in the bottom half. He's like 60. And John Johnson is awful, too. He's like 60 out of 72 safeties. That's all defensive coaching. That is not on Kevin Stefanski. That is where all the resources have gone. That's two first-round picks and $10 million in free agency. Now I'm done. Drives me crazy. I mean, yes, you make good points. Oh, what? The defensive players that are actually good aren't playing up to their caliber because the coach sucks? Yeah, that's a very good point. I will say, you know, you can be coached to be and put in very poor positions. And I would say he's not doing a great job. Well, these are all players that played at tops, like, you know, 32, 20-ish level at their position, which is why. To be fair, to your point... 
Jalen Ramsey doesn't go on an island every single week. He gets a lot of help over the top. I mean, he same with Trayvon Diggs. All of those guys are the best at what they do because they are able to go out on an island. Guess what? If you go out on an island 99 out of 100 plays every week, guess what? You're going to lose probably 5 to 10 of them. And guess what? 5 to 10 on an island with no help means touchdown NFL. NFL caliber all pro wide receivers. That was uh well, that's hot. that that was Richard Sherman. He was just like, Yeah, dude, you know what sucks about being a corner? I can play great ninety nine out of hundred snaps. If I screw up one snap, that's a seventy yard touchdown. And I look like crap for the whole game. Okay. That's enough. Drives me crazy. Browns fans are wrong. Save save Stefanski. I just watched Ferris Bueller's day off, by the way. Go rewatch that. And stop and Stop and look around everyone. Or just at least see what happens the the rest of the year and the beginning of next year. That's a good idea. Yeah, don't fire him. Ever. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's hot. All right, let's go on. Ken and Connor. So this is Ken's maybe last week. So he's loaded with picks. Ken's hot. Or Connor's hot on a lot of picks this week, too. I'm actually... By the way, by the way, mention that this this is easily... The most picks we've ever had, I think. Easily. I think I think it's coming in with at least 100 to 300 picks. I haven't counted. Easily 100 to 300. They're all good ones. Guys, this is a money <laughs> week. This is a money week. So, Ken, as the leader of this bandwagon with, it looks like, 30 picks today, let's get, let's go. What's your number one pick of the week? Where, where, where are we winning money no matter what? Guaranteed. Stamp of approval. It's easy. You go straight to when Bill Belichick is uh, going against the, or, uh, an underdog after a loss. His, him against the spread. He wins this one every time. Oh, and then he's playing the Jets. Guess what? I do not care if it is Bailey Zapier or Mac Jones. I know Mac Jones is starting. That will pro- hopefully last one to two series. Um, but uh, I'm sorry. I do not think... I think that... Uh, more important than anything is Matt or Zach Wilson is going to be going to be revealed that he really sucks at football. Uh, he he has tons of weapons on this offense. Joe Flacco passed for 300 yards all the time with with these exact same weapons, and uh, Zach Wilson can't pass for over 120 in any of these games. Yes, he's winning, but it is not going to stick. No Brees Hall. Uh, Bill Belichick will say, "Okay, Zach Wilson, try to beat me." And it's not gonna work. I can. It's gonna be a low score. I think I picked the under to go with it. But uh, do not uh, underestimate Bill Belichick after a loss. Do not um, overestimate how good Zach Wilson is because it is very bad. Ken, important question. Okay. Do you? Would you rather? So would you rather? Would you rather? Bill Belichick after a loss or ace your pregnant wife after you didn't take out the trash. So. <laughs> One of those has never existed. I've always taken out the trash because <laughs> I am scared of my pregnant wife. The answer is always never against her. Never, <laughs> ever will you Fine. face a pregnant woman and think it's safe. <laughs> Mm. Mm. all right connor uh well actually i have uh the under in that game pretty much for all the same reasons ken said i think uh 
I, I have think, the under as well. I thought your pick was mine. I think I think <laughs> I, I think the Patriots are going to steamroll this one. By the way, I, I wrote about it in my article last week. But and pick them. No, then pick them. I only I only like to do one pick per game because I'm not you. Um, but it hasn't worked for me so far. <laughs> but no, I wrote about the Jets last week. They were playing the Broncos. I'm like, you know what? This game is a complete crapshoot of who's going to have one big play. And I said. I bet Brees Hall is the one who has the big play, and that's what swings the game. And that was a that's exactly what happened. Well, this week, I think it's another one where neither offense can do anything. So it's going to be who makes a big uh, big play. I would bet it's the Patriots, but rather than bet on that, I'm just taking the under. It's much safer. Yep. Ramondre Stevenson. Yep. He, By the way, we talked him up, and we were right. He, he, had, a, he had a great – was it Bailey Zappi's first snap? It was a hot read to uh, Ramondre, and it, it was a really pretty play, actually. Uh, Connor, you're up. Guys, I don't know what is going on with, like, Las Vegas, but they continue to make the New York Giants the underdog. I don't know why. I honestly do not know why. They are, what, 6-1 and one now? 6-1? and 5-1? And, and yet, somehow, they still end up the underdog. Listen, I'm convinced just give Dayball, Dayball the, the coach of the year. Just give it to him. He could win no more games the rest of the year. None. Zero. And I think he still wins this award. Uh, just the crapshoot that he went into is unbelievable. Uh, he plays keep away. He's got, he's got Daniel Jones at least being viable at the quarterback position, the hardest position to play in the NFL. And he's got Saquon potentially being MVP of the league. I, I don't know much about their defense, but somehow, some way, like I just feel like they have always they are always like a tough out. They do not get like crazy amount of points scored on them, I don't think. They, they just just feel like they are a lot tougher than they give credit get credit for. So listen, I'm gonna keep riding with them. I think I've picked them as three out of the four weeks and they've won. Uh and I think the only other time that I didn't pick them. I think you picked them, Phil, and they did hit. So I I don't know. I, I don't know what the disconnect is here. I, I think they're just saying, yeah, Daniel Jones sucks, which I don't disagree with, but okay, great. Seattle's got great young corners. Fantastic. They don't throw the ball. They have every game under this year under 250 passing yards. So what? Uh, I, I don't know how this isn't this biggest smash play of the week. By the way, Ken... I don't know what you're doing, but you have Seattle picked here. Actually, Phil also has the Giants, so so I'm gonna go on, the, on my Giants. I'm... I'm gonna go on my Giants rant and then let Ken come in. So okay. the Giants break analytics, and it's because they actually have an awesome coach that plays great situational football. He is exactly what the Browns fans who want Stefanski out would want to have. Brian Dable calls a phenomenal game offensively. He just the right play at the right time to score. And then Wink Martindale does the same thing defensively, which is why they break Vegas. Their offense, like, they can't move the ball offensively. Um, like, they run the ball a ton, but even Saquon doesn't run the ball highly efficiently. He just bucks, He just busts out, like, a 50-yard run occasionally, so his stats look better. But they don't do well. Um, I think it's um, Warren Sharp's, uh, Sharp, he's a football analyst, um, his success rate. They don't do well at that when they run the ball. They do nothing well statistically. It's just on third down in the fourth quarter, 
you could you know their defense is going to stop you because they're going to dial up a, a blitz or something that you're not ready for and they're going to make the they're going to convert in the red zone it they're just a team that does plays right at the right time it's phenomenal and you're right connor it's 100 percent to brian dable completely saving this roster from like it's been a complete crapshoot if you if you followed like their wide receiving core just as a sample they were hyped up coming into the year and now they're backups out there and he's making it work so super happy for dable i I thought he'd be a great coach when he was in buffalo and i'm just glad it's all working out now ken go ahead trash us. all right and that's exactly what phil said analytically this team sucks and they just can't win every game i'm going based (laughs) off of they are not a seven and one team they are the classic (laughs) math-based hot band theory also, so just a few things, and I, I really don't like going based off of DVOA because Phil just loves those three uh, letters. Uh, I hate DVOA. But, that is a garbage stat, and I will any other day I will tell you why DVOA sucks and why I use PFF grades. Well, DVOA the last two weeks, uh, the Seattle defense, guess how high it was? A thousand. Yes. I don't even know Thank how you. that okay. works. All right. No, <laughs> back, to, back to back. Uh, best uh, DVOA, best defense the last two weeks. Uh, I don't think th- I think that for as underrated at, or as underrated as the Giants are, I think Seattle is right there with them. Um, they certainly uh, looked good against the Chargers last week, but uh, I think that uh, Geno Smith, I, he's looking like he's passable. I think uh, Kenneth Walker is looking passable. Has nothing to do with the fact that I have both of those guys in fantasy and I'm playing Daniel Jones, but. Oh, wait. That's combination of everything. It's going to be a good week for me. That's what I got. So if you guys are wondering... Oh, oh go, go ahead, Ken. Oh, sorry. Finish your D, uh, Giants DVOA, 29th. I think that Seattle... or yeah, Defensive. I think offensively, I think Seattle can uh, keep up with them. And I just think that the magic for the Giants has to slow down at some point. I, I mean... I'm okay with six and two. I don't think they're a seven one team. That's all I got. There is no magic though. You don't understand. Their their defensive coordinator is so much smarter than your offense. That's the magic. They are sixth in third down efficiency and fourth in red zone efficiency. That is. You want to talk about magic? That is not Smith. Now that's magic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you guys are wondering, the thesis is Ken and I are looking at numbers and is going based off of feelings phil and i are going off numbers oh, yeah Ken. sorry i sorry. Yeah. i'm going to dvoa um those are numbers <laughs> yeah and i just told you oh, that, that are made up if that are just it, made up. i also told you if you ever want a good lecture i will go into the difference on why dvoa is a flawed statistic but can you, can no one please? is interested huh okay let's hear it Oh, it's really simple. It's a game level stat compared to play level. It's really dumb. It, 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 they don't monitor how teams do each play. They monitor how the teams do in total. And your efficiency numbers get really skewed. And it's very bad at projection. So, blah. Yeah, see? No one cares. I could Ooh. go into more detail, but you don't want to know that. Listen, we're going to need a diagram next week. That's your takeaway. I gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I'll, come, I'll come up with the whole and thing. Talk about when I'm not here after Seattle wins. All right. <laughs> Ken will be able to come back and brag. All right. My, my smash play of the week 
Here we go. Tennessee, baby. We're talking about good coaches. The only one, one of the few that I would say is a fantastic coach um, that he's, he, he obviously can scheme and knows defensive schemes, but uh, th- his real value is just situational football, and that's Mike Vrabel. Uh, Ken had him last week off a of bye. They looked fantastic. Now, this is a game where, you know, last year, I think they, they lost to Houston once and almost lost twice. Like, they were uh, a field goal away. But I'm believing in Tennessee to come out and just beat the brakes off of Houston. Just be a better football team throughout. This is a two-and-a-half-point spread. It's very low. And pretty much we're saying Tennessee's going to win. They're going to cover by more than a field goal. Real simple. Houston has been nice. They've looked good through three quarters in each game. But in that fourth quarter, they've just been collapsing. Ken had them last week and I think said that they were up by three or something. So it looked like a comfortable cover because he had seven and a half points. But then interceptions, you know, blown defenses. Uh, and next thing you know, it's a 38 to 20 blowout. So I believe in Tennessee. Derek King Henry's going to come through and just bust out a late game touchdown. Give everyone peace of mind so that they don't have to keep watching. Let's go Tennessee. Real quick, uh, those two losses or two or one loss and one. I think it was two losses last year. Uh, that they had against Houston were without Eric Henry. And uh, Josh Jacobs just completely embarrassed this Houston team and uh, this run defense, and Derrick Henry can do that better. Uh, Phil said they looked good uh, last week. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. They didn't need to. Um, yes, oh, DVOA says that Tennessee is a bad defense, <laughs> but they also says Houston's a bad offense. So, I, need, um, I need a regular mute button. To just put Ken in time. Oh, he's gone. You know what, Ken? Once you have your baby, you're out for the rest of the year. <laughs> you're going to regret that after I sweep this week. <laughs> after By his, the way, everyone here. After his 30 picks this week all hit, we're kicking him out. <laughs> By the way, everyone everyone also here, we all smash this for Tennessee. I have the fun stat of watching, of mixing fantasy, mix fantasy and... Uh, Gambling, uh, betting, gambling, and uh, <laughs> I think it is the average over his last four games. King Henry against Houston has averaged something like thirty-three points in fantasy over his last four or five games versus Houston. And Houston has uh, the bottom. I think they're twenty-sixth in rushing uh, defense in the entire NFL. So I'm going to go ahead and just take that one to the bank. All right, Ken, let's hear your next pick. You have so many. How do you? I don't pick? even know who I picked. I gotta be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, now I already talked. We already talked about Cincy, Cleveland. Um, Did we? Like just a a little in the intro, Phil. Uh, but the uh, Fansky against the spread uh, in his division is pretty poor. He does beat Cincinnati, but I don't believe in. Cleveland Browns. I do believe in Joe Burrow. I do believe in T. Higgins. Phil, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Ken, so Ken knows I picked Cleveland because we, we, <laughs> we were talking pre-show about how everyone had a bunch of picks. Like, I need more. And I said, you know what? I'm hyping up Kevin Stefanski. I'm buying him this week. Give me three and a half points. And then I said that, and I'm like, oh, man, dude. I have a button that says oh, no. I believe in Joe Burrow. And T. Higgins is on my fantasy team, and I love me some T. Higgins. But you know what? I'm feeling it. I think Cincinnati, they didn't, I don't know what's going on with Jamar Chase. 
It's Thursday, and that's when they announced his four- to six-week injury, which is very confusing because he didn't seem unhealthy. So if this is sudden, then it definitely affects their offense. He's their deep threat. He's their, you know, one-on-one playmaker. Uh, Not that, you know, T. Higgins can absolutely fill in some of that, but T. Higgins isn't the burner, isn't the, you know, 60-, 70-yard touchdown guy that uh, Jamar Chase is. So I think it's going to be hard. The Browns, listen, I smack-talked their their defense, but all you got to do, Cleveland, Kevin Stefanski, I know you're listening. Joe Woods, I know you're listening. Just play a two-high shell and focus on Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Do you know the, the next receiver in their receiving core has seven targets on the year? That's Michael Thomas, not the good one. So Yeah, but they have Hayden Hurst. Exactly. <laughs> let Connor, let Connor's guy Hayden Hurst try to beat you. Nick Chubb, my favorite player, comes in. Another huge day. Bengals aren't very good against the run. They have good corners, good uh, pass rushers, not great linebackers. Ken, you're wrong. Monday Night Football is going to be a great one for the Browns. They lose 21-20, but I cover. <laughs> Connor... Your next pick. All right. I'm taking... Nobody else picked this game. I'm shocked. This is a total Ken here. I'm going just based off of what I've seen here. And I think that two things. New Orleans is starting Andy Dalton again, which is insane. This is Vegas. (laughs) Minus 1.5. I'm taking Vegas. And ironically, the under. Because I think that... Josh Jacobs, we missed on this one in the fantasy preseason for all of the right reasons, which is hard to say. All of the reasons that he should not be as good as he is, he is. They bought, they brought in a very high round pack, a uh, high round pick, declined his fifth round, fifth off, fifth year option, brought in two other running backs in addition to the high round pick, and yet somehow, some way, he is pretty much top three in every statistical category for uh, the rushing attack for Las Vegas. In addition to that, I'm so out on Andy Dalton. The dude was mediocre at best for Cincinnati for eight years or whatever. Uh, You know, he was Kirk Cousins before Kirk Cousins, if you want to call it that. And, uh, you know, he had two pick sixes last week. They were bad. I, I mean, they were bad, 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 yeah. bad. So this is a very simple play here. Uh, I just think that, uh, you know, I, I don't think New Orleans scores that well. Got a pretty mediocre offensive line. They've got Alvin Kamara, but quarterback is a big problem. Their defense has been suspect in certain aspects this year, too. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a Vegas covering at minus one and a half. I'm... I'm a little bit surprised there. 49 and a half. I just don't think that I honestly just don't think New Orleans can get up there. Uh, you know, split it in half, 25 points. I don't think they can get there. And I don't think that Derek Carr is putting up 30 plus. So very simple, very quick and easy. All right. So you said you had the under with that too, right? Correct. I was just reading through some stats. All right, Ken, you can go again. What do you feel? <laughs> so I'm picking Atlanta minus four. So 
If we were talking about this game a week ago, I think everyone's heavy all over Atlanta. You know, Carolina, hey, I don't know what they did to Tampa Bay. I'm That's a fluke game. That's not on them. That was P.J. Walker being Tom Brady against Tom Brady. Like, Connor, I wanted to talk to you about this, but you don't have a lot of time because we want to watch the uh, Thursday night game. But the throw to D.J. Moore for, like, an 11-yard touchdown, Dime. that was against a cover two shell that should have taken that throw away, and P.J. Walker put it right on him. Best throw of the weekend. Very poor on the back end there. Well, that could be it too, but still a dime. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this Atlanta team just two weeks ago spanked the 49ers, which we'll get to. We all love them. Um, but uh, last week against the, the Bengals, at, you know, Atlanta, they don't get a good pass rush. They just don't. And Joe Burrow, you, you can't give them that. You can't give them that time. And guess what? You know, he put them in their place. Um, but uh, Atlanta is not going to play from behind against Carolina. Their, their team is not made to come from behind, that's for sure. But, um, you know, overall, they haven't, or they've been solid, and Carolina hasn't. That, that's just it. This is more against Carolina than anything. I think last week was a fluke. I think the Buccaneers were maybe looking ahead to this Thursday night game. Or maybe Tom Brady just had wasn't in it. Don't care. Um, I, I think that uh, for... Yeah, a little bigger. I'd like to see it under three. I would tease this down if, you know, that's what we were doing. But I'll take Atlanta. If you want to talk about bad coaches, Arthur Smith has a number three pick at tight end and a number eight pick at wide receiver. And he runs the and he throws the ball 13 times a game. Dude, all right. Listen. No, no I, this is just. I saw. I am totally in agreement with you, but this is. Fantasy people versus real life wins and losses. And the dude is like a game out of first place in their division. So it's hard for anybody outside of the fantasy football community to say that. I hate him. We've been very vocal about it. But good Lord, he's actually winning games somewhat. You know who else made the playoffs? Marvin Lewis. How's that feel? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut, and that nut is in the AFC or the NFC South this year. It is a complete joke of a division, and the the Buccaneers are going to win it. Don't tell me, oh, they're close. No, 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 no. The Buccaneers are a mile ahead, the best team in that division, and it's depressing because they're a nine-win team right now. It's a joke. All right. With that aside, Connor, back to you. What else? All right. So I've got two picks left. We'll go rapid fire here. Ken and I both have Miami. To be fair, I had it first. I understand that Ken just really wanted to get his picks up. Fine. I get it. However, uh, listen, I'm out. I, I, Detroit has to make me wrong again, picking against them to make me be back on their side because I have been embarrassed. They are an embarrassing team that I, I you know what? I'm starting to not think that Dan Campbell is anything other than a loud voice. And I'm thinking he may be best for WWE and not coaching because he is upsetting me to the nth degree. And uh, I can tell you, uh, you know, he was very upset at Jamal Williams uh, for a good reason when he fumbled into the end zone last week. The first fumble of Jamal Williams' career cost us the cover last week. 
Yeah. So I was also upset about that. Uh, you know, but I think Tua got himself quote unquote under control. He got his feet wet back again last week. Uh man, I I think it's about to be a boat race. I think Waddle's healthy. I think Hill is healthy again. Um, you know, we're starting to get I think these guys are getting back into it, and I think we are going to see Miami start to take off here. Uh, Goff's turned back into golf too, so I'm I'm in on Miami this week minus three and a half. Uh, real quick, live. I just got a text message from Nate Schmidt. He called me today, and I told him don't start Tom Brady. And you know what he said? Tom Brady just missed a pass to someone in the end zone. Lenny Fournette vultured the touchdown. So you know what? He did. That's what I'm talking about. Come here for your fantasy advice. We'll rock it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I have Tom Brady, and I started him, so. Well, yeah, you, it was a 2QB oh. league, right? Because he, uh, Nate is choosing Dan Jones or Kirk Cousins over Tom Brady. Ooh, if it was two QBs, he would start both. Daniel Jones? Like, Dan the Man Jones. Dan Trackstar Jones. Dan, I don't need to throw the ball when I run like that, Jones. (laughs) I agreed with Connor on this Miami thing, except for I doubled down on the whole Detroit's not going to score thing because I'm going with the under as well. Also, I have Jared Goff starting because I really need him in fantasy and I was desperate. (laughs) That pretty much ends with low-scoring offenses this year. So, by the way, uh, Lenny Fournette, Seven rushes, 18 yards, and a touchdown. So the classic Lenny. Crap, cr- crappy, awful efficiency, and he gets the one-yard touchdown. Um, Detroit, I am praying that DeAndre Swift is a difference maker for them again because they need that. They don't have burst. playing they need, this week? I, don't, I didn't think he was playing. I have no idea. Last time I He's in. He's in. Full yeah. participant, last two practices. So if Ooh. he is in, it will give huge burst to this offense that is badly needing it. They need Jamison Williams. They need an X or a Y on the outside. Someone that can just spread, just expand the field. Right now they play too much in the numbers, and that's what's holding them back. But they'll get back. I believe in Detroit. I'll be betting them in December. Just not this week. Anyways, my next pick... I forgot that I have an article to write this week. And so I just checked out who the matchup is. And it's Denver versus Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, it's the, str- right. it's the struggle bus out in London. And I'm taking the Jaguars. And do you know why? Because their home field is London. I can't remember. I think it was the year of uh, Saxonville. Like they had lost. They-, they just lost their first. Or no. It was the year after Saxonville. They just got blown out by uh kansas city and then they went to london and they beat the brakes off of the ravens who were that was lamar jackson's mvp year it was like 40 to 3 that they won london is their home field their franchise is going to move there one day probably you also do know that the sheik owns them right yes I've, yeah, I, I, okay. they, no, they've played the most London games of any NFL team. Yeah, that's because the, he, he uses his own Tottenham Stadium. He owns Tottenham. Oh, too. I didn't know that, actually. So. Yeah, yeah. That's why they. That's why Jacksonville goes there every year. <laughs> They're actually uh, going to move so, there. I don't so, know if you're so being my, my take of that, or not. I say my take of them moving there is actually very well-founded, and I uh, was just making a joke, but it worked out well. Anyways, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, he's just so – like, he has – he, when, he, when, he, when he throws the ball, it, it just floats beautifully. 
And then when you see what's happening on the ground, you're like, oh, that's a terrible throw. Uh, I am really betting on the fact that Denver is just so bad offensively that Jacksonville's defense makes enough plays. Uh, Travis Etienne, shout out to our running back, uh, Fantasy Talk, is now the clear starter so much so that they got rid of James Robinson. He looked so good last week. Couple big plays is all you need against Denver. They're good. Denver's a team. They're going to kick five field goals. You know what that means? Two touchdowns and or two field goals. Or, yeah, two touchdowns and a field goal. You win this game. I believe in Doug Peterson to come out with enough craftiness to make Nathaniel Hackett look silly because Nathaniel Hackett is the worst coach in the NFL. If you want to fire someone, <laughs> fire Nathaniel Hackett. Like I've never called for a coach to get fired in their first year like this. Get him out, Jacksonville. It's minus two and a half. They got this. Is Russ playing? I don't care. As he is, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it matters. How I much mean, better was Russell Wilson than Brett Ripien last week? Not, not much. So, let's go on. I don't our know other smash play of the week. week. Ken, give us our other smash. Our My smash. smash. No, all, all of us. All of us. It's that, very us. obvious. There's only one pick that <laughs> fits. <laughs> It's the Packers? Are we talking about the Packers? No, no. <laughs> 49ers, guys. Okay. <laughs> you guys can talk about 49ers. I got enough. Okay. Listen, all this, all you have to know about this is Matt Stafford plays on the other side. San Francisco is back to full strength or nearly full strength on their defense. Uh, Jimmy G, all he has to do is distribute again. Ebo may be out. Fine. That's not a big deal. You just got the human joystick as your running back. He's going to be all over the map. I think this is a huge game for Christian McCaffrey. And uh, George Kittle's back to being George Kittle. Uh, I, I, all, all, everything, everything is pointing to San Francisco. This is basically a toss-up game, and they should crush it at minus one and a half. Uh, I just want to add on to that, that in the regular season, you know how many times Sean McVay has beaten Kyle Shanahan? Zero. It's like he's like he's like zero and seven or zero and eight against him. It's ridiculous. Oh wait, yeah, no, that that includes earlier this year. That's right. Give me Kyle Shanahan, the better coach. By the way, who is also terrible at personnel decisions and in-game choices and stuff like that. He's a, he cost his team a Super Bowl, but he's still a brilliant offensive coach. Love him. Save Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> Rams are going to be saying, wow, I really wish that Christian McCaffrey was on our team. Wow, I really wish we would have traded for him, not the 49ers. Uh, they, they, can't, they can't run the ball. Uh, they have no line. It's going to look bad. Uh, the 49ers have such an advantage in the trenches offensively and on their offensive line, their defensive line. This might not be a pretty game to watch. might be boring. Hopefully Jimmy G doesn't have to throw the ball a lot. Um, probably won't have to. All right. Go on. I think my last play of the week. Like, you ever, you ever like, fill out the spreadsheet and then be like, why did I put that in there? But I, the time. I have under 39 and a half in the Washington versus Colts game. And it's, <laughs> like, 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 I'm looking at it. I'm like, why, why did I put that in there? This is, but it's Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. Like, this sounds like a terrible, like, Saturday afternoon college game. If you just read the quarterback names. So... 
I don't think either team can move the ball well. The fact that you bench Matt Ryan, who's completely atrocious for Sam Ellinger, is a complete joke. Um, I Go think Sam. I, 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 I think the only reason you do it is because Sam has legs underneath him and Matt Ryan is 45 and he can't move. So I'm going with Sam all the way on this and saying it's the right you move. Just a chance. Huh? You have to give Sam a chance. You got to see if he's worth anything. You got to get a quarterback. They need a quarterback. 100% they need to. But anyways. Sam, give him a chance here. All right. Well, Washington, I can't wait for them to draft C.J. Stroud, guy from uh, Alabama, someone, Bryce Young. I I can't wait for them to get a new quarterback with these weapons who have shown they're actually good. Until then, it's going to be very sad and disappointing. I I do like me some Taylor Heineke, but it's just not going to end well. (laughs) <laughs> so under 39 and a half this is going to be a game brian robinson jonathan taylor going to get 20 carries for 67 yards each and the clock is just going to disappear let's go ken you're up all right uh green bay plus 11 and a half 11 and a half is a ridiculous number yes they're playing the bills but you know how many times aaron Rodgers has ever been a double digit underdog never i don't <laughs> I do not. I just think that at some point, Aaron Rodgers maybe doesn't get absolutely embarrassed. This could be almost an uh, overlooked game for uh, the Bills. Um, Bye, Connor. <laughs> sorry. Even even with just how slow the Packers play, maybe they keep it within double digits. That's all I'm looking for. But this one, when you talk about a hope game, a feeling game, this is a feeling game. That's all I got. All right, and Ken, it looks like you have one more pick in the Arizona versus Minnesota game. You you don't want to talk about the under because you also have no. I, that's I, Connor. That uh, Connor and I both have the under in this game because if Green Bay is going to win, it's going to be a slow game and they're going to control the clock uh, with the ball. Uh, not win, but keep it close. Uh, they're going to cover, so that's why I'm doing that too. So 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 you are doubling down on Green Bay. That's the team. That you thought, oh, this is a good idea. I support this team. Yeah, you know, sometimes the Bills don't win by t- double digits. I <laughs> I don't remember those games because they don't exist. <laughs> this right. is more me betting on Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I'm doubling down on Aaron Rodgers. And then, uh, <laughs> last but not least, uh, Arizona versus uh, Minnesota. Uh, the total is 49 and a half. I think that's a very high number. I don't think Kirk Cousins is that good. I am also starting Kirk Cousins in fantasy because I have to. Um, also, I think that uh, this number is a little overhyped because uh, the Cardinals got very, very lucky last Thursday. Uh, maybe people, you know, uh, overplay that. I don't think they have much of a run game. I think that DeAndre Hopkins helps, but I think 49 is a large number. I would not be surprised if, uh, you know, Arizona not just win or uh, covers, but also wins. But at the same time, I'd rather bet on that really large number. So it's hilarious because I have hyped up Minnesota all year. I love me some Minnesota. But every time I see them as more than a field goal, like favorite, you can't bet that. This team is so terrible in one point, like, like at, you know, winning by a lot or a little. You just can't bet them to do uh, to to win by more than a touchdown or even a few goals. I agree. They're DVO because they're not that good of a team. 
And with that, <laughs> we we say, we sign farewell to Ken. <laughs> Guys, it's been fun. Got a lot of good uh, stuff in there this week. All right, Ken. I hope we don't see you again because that means you will be a new father. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for having me. I'll be back for the playoffs to give you some awesome uh, picks there. <laughs> All right.